I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, January 4th. Hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM, also on the radio app and the podcast. Uh, we welcome our listeners there. And then those who are joining us on Facebook and uh, or YouTube, thank you for tuning in. And uh, you not only can hear me, but you can see me. And so I hope that's not too scary for you. Uh, but uh, we appreciate you tuning in and listening on this Thursday. And it is uh, January. I t- I've told my uh, girls uh, and Mike, I've told them a couple days this week, I said, in case you didn't know, it is winter. And uh, it's I know it's not bad compared to some places. We're looking at uh, Saturday, maybe some freezing rain or maybe a few flurries. We'll see what happens. It'll probably just be rain. But there are some parts of the country that are experiencing uh, snow and cold and uh, below freezing. And here we are. It's not too bad. So we're going to be okay. But I hope you're having a great day. And uh, we certainly thank you for taking the time to join us today for this broadcast. We had a great service last night. Uh, Of course, I always say that. I know. I always say it was a great service. But you know, it is a great service uh, if you get to go to church and be with God's people and get to hear the Word of God and get to sing the praises of God. I mean, that's just a good service. I mean, that's what it's all about. And uh, I feel like a lot of times on Wednesday nights, a lot of burdens get lifted. And uh, I just it's something about being in church and being able to pray uh, as a church. And I think about for our teens to get to gather as, as t- Christian young people to, to study the Bible and to worship God. And I think about our master club. That's got to be such a thrill uh, for those young people. I remember when I was a child, I remember going to our program uh, in Rockford, Illinois. We did not have master clubs. We had AWANA, uh, which stands for Approved Workmen Are Not Ashamed. And it was a Bible memory program, much like master clubs. Uh, but I loved it. I enjoyed it so much. We would memorize verses and we'd have an activity time and we'd have a, a Bible lesson. And, and you know, I enjoyed going to church. It was fun. And I think our children enjoy it. I think a great example is you see on Wednesday nights that uh, gymnasium is packed out and uh, kids are there and boy, they got energy and parents may be coming in a little slow, but the children are fired up. And I thank God for church. We had a great service last night and we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Sunday is Vision Sunday. You say, what is a Vision Sunday? Well, that's the day that we reveal our theme for the new year. Every year we have a theme. And uh, this year, 2024, I cannot wait to show you. Uh, You'll see it Sunday morning when you come in. It'll be on the bulletin cover. It'll be on the banners in the auditorium. And then we'll pass out the calendar for the year, the special meetings for the year, our missionary list for the year. And I'm very excited about our new theme and, and, and the vision uh, that uh, I have and that God has given me for our church in these, uh, these days ahead. It's exciting, an exciting time to live, an exciting time to serve God. And I hope you plan to be in church Sunday. I'm very excited. We're back to our early service, 845. I've missed that. And uh, I've, I've enjoyed the little bit extra 
extra sleep, but I've missed that service and I've missed seeing some people. And we've had these last two Sundays. It's been crowded in that auditorium, which is a good problem, but that's why we have two services. So there's room uh, so visitors can come and so people can come and families can sit together. And I'm excited about this Sunday being back in church and just regular schedule and uh, the new year, of course. I want to say today, a uh, very happy birthday to Paul DeBerry. Uh, Thomas Dixon and Diane Hux. I hope you folks have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day today and a happy birthday uh, to you. Let's pray today for our church, uh, pray for our school, uh, pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries, pray for our members. Uh, pray for those who are sick, those in the hospital. We've got those in nursing homes, uh, those that uh, are awaiting test results. Those are trying, they're trying to get in for tests and figure things out. I hope you pray for one another. Pray for our country. Of course, this is election year, 2024. We need to pray for God to do a mighty work in the United States of America. Uh, continue to pray for the nation of Israel. Pray for their peace and pray for their protection. And uh, let's uh, be much in prayer and let's encourage uh, one another on this day. We're going to go to a song and right after the song we will get into our Bible study. Uh, we are in the book of Jeremiah and we'll get into the message and the lesson right after this song. Then he rescued me, now the song I sing. What a loving God is he. Out of his great love he picked me up, set my feet on a solid rock. Out of his great love I learned the meaning of salvation out of his great love. Now I shout his praise through all my days for his endless mercy and grace. There's no other I want you to notice in your Bibles, we are uh, talking about Jeremiah, and we haven't gotten to Jeremiah chapter 1 really yet. We're getting there. Uh, but we've been talking about first Jeremiah's compassion. What an amazing uh, man of compassion. And I want to have that kind of compassion. We, we said already, we established the fact that our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, uh, had compassion. Uh, when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion, even on the cross. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. But we see Jeremiah had compassion. And we closed off yesterday with this thought that compassion truly does 
make a difference. Uh, your prayers make a difference. Uh, your witness makes a difference. Your compassion, your burden makes a difference. Now, I want to say today to our Sunday school teachers, uh, your labor makes a difference. Uh, to our bus workers, uh, your, your investment in those young people, that makes a difference. Uh, to the bus drivers, uh, your investment, your labor makes a difference. Uh, to our, our Christian uh, homes, our, our parents and, and mothers and fathers and, uh, and husbands and wives, and to our teenagers, you are making a difference. Uh, your giving makes a difference. Uh, you say, well, I don't really see all that happens. Well, first of all, we give because God commands us to give. But secondly, God promises that when we give, uh, it is not in vain, and God promises to give back, and God always blesses uh, when we are obedient to Him. You may not see the results right away, but God sees, and God will reward those who are faithful to Him. Psalm 126 says it like this, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Uh, don't lose your tears. The Bible says sowing in tears produces reaping in joy. You know, sometimes when you see the news and you see all the bad news and you see the headlines and this person got shot and this person, uh, you know, uh, stole this and this person hurt this person and this person said this, sometimes we can lose our compassion. But I want to remind you that when you see all the bad news, that ought to be a reminder of how much our world needs Jesus. Don't lose your tears. It ought to bother us. It ought to break our hearts when we see all the craziness going on and we must realize that people need the Lord. So here's the question. How do we get compassion? Uh, you say, uh, Pastor, I want compassion. I need compassion, but how do I get it? Well, it's interesting because Lamentations chapter 3, verse number 51, Jeremiah writes under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, and he says this, Mine eye affecteth mine heart because of all the daughters of my city. He says in verse number 54, waters flowed over mine head. Uh, verse 55, I called upon thy name, O Lord, out of the low dungeon. He's talking about his burden. He's talking about his compassion. But he says this, my eye affects my heart. Here's what I'm saying is if you don't see the needs and if you don't see the burdens, it's probably not going to affect you. It's going to be hard to have compassion uh, for something that you don't know, something that you don't see. So what do we do about that? Well, you've got to see it. I encourage our church family that it's so important. That's one reason, one of many reasons, but one reason why we go out soul winning. That's why we go out uh, canvassing. We, we sometimes will call it blitzing. We'll take flyers and we'll uh, blitz an area, put them on the doors uh, to invite people to big days. Like we'll do that. I know we'll do that for Easter Sunday. That'll be huge. Uh, we'll do it probably for a kid's crusade or anniversary Sunday or whatever. You know, we'll do those different events, Teen Spectacular. Well, as you're going to doors and as you're uh, leaving a flyer or as you're talking to a person, you realize that people everywhere have needs. Uh, our bus workers see it. Our bus workers see that uh, so many of our bus riders, boy, they're, they're sweet, they're, they're, they're wonderful children, but you know what? They, they're real people like you and me. They have problems like we do. And, and people need the Lord, but you've got to see it. Uh, we have missionaries that come in. Uh, I try to have missionaries pretty often, probably more so than, than some churches. 
But the reason for that is I want our people to see a missionary presentation and I want them to see the needs in South America. I want them to see the needs in Asia. I want them to see the needs in Africa. I want them to see the needs in Europe. I want them to see the needs right here in North America. I want people to see the needs. And that's why these missionaries have these videos to show uh, the people that they're trying to reach with the gospel because so many people don't have a Bible preaching church. So many areas of the world, they don't have a pastor. They don't have a preacher. They don't have somebody to share the gospel with them. And so we must be burdened. We must see it so that it will affect our heart. Uh, several years ago, I was talking to a man who uh, was at one time, he was a, an assistant principal. Uh, here in one of our schools here in Roanoke Rapids. And we were talking, and I forget even what we were talking about, but he made the statement to me. He said that he always tried to visit in the homes of his students. Now, we're not talking about a Christian school. We're not talking about a a pastor of a church, or uh, we're not talking about a youth pastor or a bus worker. We're talking about a man who was an assistant principal in our school district. And he said this, I always tried to get in the homes. You know why he did that? because he wanted to see where these young people were coming from. He wanted to see what they were dealing with, because if you can see what these people are facing, you will have compassion. You will be broken. That's why we need bus workers. That's why we need Sunday school teachers. That's why we need junior church workers. That's why we need master club workers. That's why we have all of those things, because we realize there is a need. The harvest truly is plenteous but the laborers are few. So how do you get compassion? Number one, you got to see the needs. You got you to open your eyes. You got to get to where the people are. But then secondly, you've got to get your eyes on Jesus. Uh, you will not have true compassion unless you get your eyes on Jesus. Focus on him. He is the one who had compassion on you. Jesus is the one that came to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus was willing to leave the 99 sheep in the fold in order to find the one sheep that was lost. Uh, how do you get a burden? How do, you, how do you get compassion? You gotta see the need. You gotta get your eyes on the Savior. How about this, number three? You gotta get in the Word of God. You've gotta read the Scriptures. As you read the Bible, the Bible will burn in your heart and in your soul, and it'll make a difference in your life. You will have compassion if you will devote your life to reading and studying the Word of God. And then here's a great, great idea. How about pray? How about ask the Lord to give you a burden? Maybe today you need to pray and say, Lord, forgive me. I've grown cold. I've become indifferent. I've just kind of become callous to what really matters. But Lord, please give me a burden for souls. Give me a burden for my neighbor. Give me a burden for my coworker. Give me a burden for my family member. Give me a burden for the world that is lost. And then I'll tell you this, when you start focusing on eternity, you realize what really matters. What really matters is not so much the house you live in and the clothes you wear and the car you drive, but what really matters is where people will spend eternity. And uh, would you pray today? Would you ask the Lord to give you a burden and to give you compassion? Because compassion is that which makes a difference. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? 
a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker. We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.